Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee brothers. Those Virginia Democrats that are running for lieutenant governor in Virginia, yeah, they attacked the Second Amendment. You gotta, you got to hear this. Very interesting. The Virginia War Memorial is a special place. Jeb Hockman will tell us why this hour, and it's a very important weekend. No, not for hot dogs and cheeseburgers and your adult beverage. It's Memorial Day. Let's remember together. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio. As the Founding Fathers intended, the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us today. It's good to be here. Yes, it is. It's I'm good glad to, be to see you there. <laughs> Kidding me? You're Got spectacular. to talk about today. You know that uh, our beloved governor has said that, uh, I guess, for some reason, June 1st, the social distancing <laughs> won't be necessary anymore. May 31st, it will be, however. <laughs> but June 1st, it, it won't be necessary anymore. And I know you've got to be just deli- just so happy about that. Well, I'm a hugger. I'm not so happy, happy I'm a, I'm a bit it. of a hugger. I'm a big of a handshaker. I, yeah. I, I enjoy uh, people. Not, well, but see, I enjoy, here, I enjoy being thing. with you. Yes. You know, I've been able to tell my wife, I can't hear her because she's so far away. Let's just eat and talk, you know. <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> I've been able to get away with that because yeah. of social distancing, and now I have no excuse. So, so you want go. COVID. Is that what I'm understanding you're telling I'm everybody? I'm going to partially deaf or something. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we are, we are up and running the LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Uh, coming up on the show, we got a real Memorial Day. I mean, this people talk about Memorial Day, but this is real life. It really matters. A mother's going to explain why it matters to her, and you don't want to miss this coming up in the next hour. It's just more than just the pools opening and the girls getting dragged out and fired up for the first time. Right. It's it's bigger than that, and obviously there's a, there's a cultural battle going on. We'll cover that coming up, and Virginia Democrats are afraid to live in Virginia. A lieutenant governor debate, they said, I, I, I was scared to death to live here because of the color of their skin. We're going to cover all that. But first, it's this is kind of an annual uh, event for us. There are major holidays in our country's history that Richard and I love. I mean, obviously, Easter is the top of that list for what it means in our lives. Christmas, unbelievable. But Memorial Day is so special. It means so much based upon men who gave the ultimate sacrifice. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers bearing crosses or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended 
in places called Belle Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Port Chop Hill, Pachosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. I trust that uh, you like that as much as we do. That's actually a little bit of an annual tradition for us. There's probably not a better tribute to Moral Day and what it means uh, than that one. Of course, Ronald Reagan was a best deliverer of it ever. Daniel Webster was right. You know, God grants liberty only to those who love it and are always ready to guard and defend it. And thank God there were people who did that. You know, we we uh, we come to this weekend and we think, man, this is just great, isn't it? Look at all this stuff we've got. I mean, we've got a burger, we're going to grill out, get some adult beverages and all that. And then I reflect upon, in 1776, a man came busting out of the brush and ran into a line of Washington soldiers. He was in raggeded clothes, unrecognizable, and he grabs a soldier and begins to speak to him, and that soldier sees his brother. That was his brother that came running out of the bushes who was in the middle of a fight for the British and saw his brother for the first time in months. 17, 18, 19-year-old kids gave the ultimate sacrifice, not just in recent wars or what's happening now, but the founding of our country, men that you and I never could thank, no idea who their family is, but they picked up a musket and took on the largest army at that time ever. And beat them. And many of them gave the their lives for things that here we are living in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, enjoying this life that somebody 
sacrifice for. I yeah. think it might be a good idea to say, let's take a second, shall we? <laughs> I mean, they sacrifice for over and over and over. Right. So many people have given the ultimate sacrifice for this great nation, and this is the greatest nation on earth. So, you know, you, you ask yourself, well, Scott and Richard, I mean, sure, we can pause for a second, maybe pray for their family, be grateful for these people. But what else can we do? I'll tell you what else you can You know what you can do for the people who went before you and sacrificed ultimately is in today's world, in 2021, here we see in March or into May, you know what you can do? You can fight for the things they fought for. What did George Washington's men give up their lives for? Freedom and liberty. You think they gave it up for universal health care? You think they gave it up so they could have food stamps? You think they gave it up so that uh, politicians could stand in a microphone somewhere and say, you can't do anything without me? You think that's what they fought and died for? No. They fought and died for the freedom for you to live as you want to live without government dictates. So I guess the best way to honor men who gave their lives for this country is to fight for what they fought for. That's really the thing you can do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the desire. So we find ourselves looking on this Memorial Day weekend, not, not just at what the cheeseburger means and we can get family together. There are people who are getting together this Even weekend. though they're all quite tasty. Oh, well, Sherilyn, you and I have never really missed meals. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that we cherish greatly. Or, or maybe a drink or two to go with it. But you will find yourself, you'll find yourself enjoying the weekend, but not all people will. Coming up at the next hour, a mother will join us to explain what Memorial Day is and how real it is for some people. We can't share, wait to share that with you coming up. And Jeb Hockman's going to join us from the Virginia Walmart. Why is that place so special? We'll let him explain in 60 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Richmond, speaking of truth in the land of the free and home of the brave, it is the Lee Brothers. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, 
with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God. Awesome song. Happy Memorial Day. Is it a happy Memorial Day? Is that what you should say? Or remember Memorial Day? You know, people do get confused on that because, quite honestly, they want to say something about Memorial Day. And so you could struggle with it. Happy Memorial Day. You can struggle with enjoy your Memorial Holiday, whatever it might be. What is the right thing to say on Memorial Day weekend? What do you say? Do you just say... Enjoy your weekend or remember as you enjoy. I mean, there's. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend and remember. Okay. Remember all of those who went before us and paid the ultimate sacrifice so we could live like we live in well, America. Well, instead of struggling on what you should say, how about what you should do? What you should do is go to the Virginia War Memorial. Absolutely. On uh, May 31st, which is this Monday, and uh, and enjoy that time. Jeb Hockman is the communications director for the Virginia War Memorial. Joins us right now. Hey, Jeb. Well, hey, nice to talk to you. I'm, I'm not just the communications director really at the War Memorial, but for the uh, Virginia Department of Veterans Services, which is the state agency that the memorial is part of. But I'm glad to be on with you guys today. Wow. Well, we're glad to have you. Yeah, you're, you're, so your job's bigger, apparently. <laughs> it's just the Virginia. No, no, no. I left. Uh, it's just, it just, you know, God, see, I'm, I, my office isn't there anymore, but I still handle uh, and try to promote everything at the Virginia War Memorial because it's a uh, very important part of our state veterans agency. Well, and uh, we do, you know, we want to make sure that our veterans and and are are well taken care of, and the Virginia War Memorial is certainly a wonderful place to honor and and learn about veterans and and our military and the great things that they do for us. Well, you know, we've talked to you about this in the past, and that's why I wanted to have you on again. I, I think this thing is very unique, I, and I wanted you to speak to to someone who's never been there. Why the Virginia War Memorial specifically? Virginia. It's Virginia-focused. Why is that, Jim? Well, the Virginia War Memorial uh, it was uh, put together. Uh, the General Assembly decided to build the memorial uh, to honor all the Virginians who died in World War II in the late 40s, early 50s. And uh, before they finished building it, the Korean War happened. So they ended up with a big, uh, beautiful shrine. Uh, right on Belvedere Street near the Lee Bridge. And the reason it was built there was at that time, that was the main highway from Florida to uh, Maine. That's route, Belvedere is Route 1 right. and Route 301, and that was before 95 was built. Well, over the years, the memorial had added uh, those who passed away who were killed in action, really. That's the only ones that are, who were on the walls of the shrine in uh, Vietnam, and then the uh, other Desert Storm Wars. And then over the years, back in 2010, the memorial was uh, expanded greatly with the addition of the 
Paul and Phyllis Galante uh, Education Center so that the memorial could be a more of a living memorial and have exhibits and have films and, and, and things that people can come and see and learn about uh, our the, 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 these people, who these heroes who, who gave all for our nation. And, and the thing is now, if you haven't been to the Virginia War Memorial in the last year, well, it just completed a $28 million expansion. Wow. The memorial is twice the size it used to be. And unfortunately, the grand opening of the uh, expanded area was at the end of February in 2020. And before everybody could, you know, uh, before right yeah. before COVID hit. And so uh, it was closed. The memorial was closed to the public for a few months and then very limited in who could, who could come and, and visit the uh, memorial. There is so much there to see now number of more exhibit galleries uh, inside a uh, medal of honor gallery that honors all the uh, uh, Virginians who have won the medal of honor going back to the civil war. That's cool. Uh, yeah, very. It's just one of, it, it, it's, if you've never been, it is, it is one of the, you'll find so many things to see and do there and it's all free. And Virginia is the only state in the United States that has a memorial this size and scope. That's a living memorial that uh, that people can come and visit. Good. That school kids can come and be taught. Uh, it says a lot about the state of Virginia or the Commonwealth of Virginia that we care enough about all of our uh, our our veterans and, and especially those who Memorial Day is all about. Right. And that's the ones who who did not come back. I always think of my friend uh, Commander Paul Galani, who the Education Center is named after. And, People are always saying to him, "Well, well, Commander, you know, you were a you're a hero. You uh, you you were shot down over South Vietnam, North Vietnam, and held as a prisoner for seven years." And Paul will look at you, Commander Kalani, will and go, "I'm not a hero. I came back. The heroes are the ones who did not." And the boy, if that doesn't get you right, right in the heart. And there's almost twelve thousand names on those shrine walls, and and part of the, in fact. Part of the expansion was building a second uh, a, a shrine. So there's two shrines because, unfortunately, there was no more room in the original shrine of memory to add to add those who passed away in the 20th century. And um, wow! And in fact, uh, you know, I mean, that's so. You, it, it is. It's just an unbelievable place to come see. I tell people that I used to complain to what enough parking. Well, was this expansion? There's uh, huge parking lot, an underground parking deck that's one uh, again free. Must have and it has and the oh, it changed unbelievably radically. Uh, new walkway of honor. There's just a lot of things there, and and of course it has the most beautiful view of the city of Richmond and uh, and the James River Valley uh, in in the city. There's no there's no more inspiring and beautiful place. But I tell you, you come there, it's hallowed ground. And as we say at the memorial, you know, guys that, you know, yes, Memorial Day is very important. It's not the most important day of the year at the Virginia War Memorial. But, you know, every day of the year is Memorial Day at the Virginia War Memorial. It's so true. Amen. What a great recap of what that place is. People listening to Mojo50.com, they come to Virginia and they drive through Richmond 
may I suggest something? <laughs> you know, may I suggest you stop in and have a visit and look around because it, it'll water your eyes and it is spectacular. I've not been there since the expansion, so I, I'd certainly look forward to doing that, Jeb. Thanks for the update. Well, you need to see it. I mean, it is, there's, it, it's amazing to see. And, you know, and it shows a lot what Virginia feels that, that, that the state said, hey, this place is so important. We want to expand it. And, and that's one of the things I'm trying to get to tell people this, this Memorial Day is that, you know, if you haven't been, because as many people have not been able to go because of the uh, pandemic restrictions, you really need if you've, uh, to come and see the memorial. And, of course, this Memorial Day, uh, is, as you probably noted in the information we sent out, we had originally thought it was going, we were going to have to have uh, another very small Memorial Day ceremony of under 250 people. The last year for Memorial Day and on Veterans Day, because of the uh, COVID restrictions, sure. we had to do virtual uh, events. And we were up until a couple of weeks ago, this event was planned to be strictly vir- uh, almost virtual because, you know, uh, we with about 200 people max that we could have. But uh, now it is open to the public on Monday. And it also, though, still will be broadcast if you can't make it. It's going to be broadcast live here in Central Virginia on, uh, on uh, Channel 6, CBS 6 here in Richmond. And it will be available on numerous social media, live streamed on numerous social media sites like the War Memorial uh, Facebook and, uh, and, web, uh, and webpage. Uh, on the Virginia Department of uh, Veteran Services Facebook and webpage, and it'd be hard not to see it. it well, if it, you can't come live, which well, I really suggest, yeah, you be, ought to try to get that's it. Fan- well, also, it'd be hard not to. I mean, how could you not see it, right? And why wouldn't you? If you can't make it there, you should definitely watch it on TV or on Facebook. Jeb, thanks for your time. Good to have you. And uh, man, we're excited what you're doing. Come down and see it. Come down and take a visit, and 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 I'm like you guys. You can't really say happy Memorial Day, but have a good Memorial Day weekend to remember those who died to keep us all free. Godspeed, sir. Thanks for Thank all you. you do, Jeb. That's Jeb Hockman with the Virginia Department of Veteran Services. A truly great American. Perfect. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me mojo or give me death. Mojo 5 Hi there. I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found my pills to go. That's mypills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with mypillstogo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at mypillstogo.com. That's mypills, the number two, go.com. Mypills, the number two, go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. 
Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense, like Thomas Paine. The Lee Brothers. Where were you when the world stopped turning on that September day? Were you in the yard with your wife and children or working on some stage in L.A.? Did you stand there and sit there and listen to that all day, right? Over and over and over, over, and over, and over again. Oh, we can't. we got a show to do. Did you see what Texas did this week? Texas did an amazing thing. This is what they did for Memorial Day weekend and did for everything. The Texas House passed a bill that would require any professional sports team with contracts with the Texas government to play the national anthem prior to the start of the game. So if you're going to participate in the state funds and you refuse to play the national anthem like their stupid basketball coach did for the Mavericks or whoever, they said, that's enough of that mess. We're not doing that. That's kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's surely, beyond cool. Yeah. That, is, that is awesome. So it allows the teams to actually play – you can play it if you want, or not play if you want. If you don't want to play, it's fine. You're just going to get government funds. I'm sorry, dude. Let's go check out on that. All right, coming up, uh, the Democrats here in Virginia, Lieutenant Governor debate, said uh, the Second Amendment's a problem. We must stop it right away. Actually, they talked about a specific gun. We'll share that with you. LeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 50. Mojo50.com. We built this city. Yes, we did. <laughs> we built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. On the blood of patriots. in mortar. at the bottom of a half hour outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The city on the James. The home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry and real Virginians, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us today. It's a very special show today. It's Memorial Day weekend. And you and, probably um, picked up on that. I was hoping they would. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think they did. Might have picked up on it. Do you like that song at the bottom of the half hour? That was good. We built this city. <laughs> no, the other one. Oh. The one about Memorial Day. Built a City is not about that. I don't remember no. the one about you, Memorial you Day. Play okay. it again. No, no it's... Play it again, Sam. It's too long to do that. Okay. All right, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. You'll find a couple great videos. Uh, one is the new Lee Brothers merchandise. You yeah, want we, you, you want a mug with our brand on it? Do you want uh, uh, some cool item? No T-shirts. This is laser printed only, but you can get a tumbler. With the Lee Brothers logo on it, the LeeBrothers.com. Click on the merchandise tab. takes you directly there. I wonder if you could get a Lee Brothers shirt with it all cut out. You know, just a whole, <laughs> your skin showing well, through. Be, we can ask them, but I don't know that uh, either you or me should be doing that. I shouldn't do it. i got so many, <laughs> so many scars on me now. They say chicks dig scars. I don't think so. They do? I asked a nurse in the hospital. I said, is it true that chicks dig scars? And she said, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? Like, I'm it depends on the you. scar, right? I, I can't imagine that being a uh, something that women look for in a man. You have any scars? 
Yeah. Uh, not so much. Bullet hole in the front, bullet hole in the back, knife stabs all over, <laughs> right. and one no, right so. up the middle. Mm, mm. Yeah, well, they went in so and took out all the bullets. I had lead poisoning the hard way. So uh, the lieutenant governor debate for the Democrats was this week, and, of course, I was put to the pain and suffering and wailing and gnashing the teeth of watching it. It was painful. I called him, and he was crying. Yeah. But they they went on their normal mantra about how Virginians are helpless without them. But they did say something about guns was interesting. But before that even happened, the ATF guy showed up in Congress and was being ridiculed. The ATF, the guy's going to run the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, which, by the way, I believe that's an unconstitutional group. It's not enumerated. Show me where it's enumerated in the Constitution. I'll say, okay, I got it. Sounds like a type of cookie. It, well, I wish Y'all it have any of those fudge ATFs? No, we're out. We sold out. <laughs> I wish it was that harmless. Instead, the ATF is it's dangerous. dangerous. And with David, dangerous. David Chipman at the helm, it could be a whole lot worse. He was asked about his endorsement of banning the AR-15, or what he calls an assault weapon. Here's how the exchange kind of went down. What's an assault weapon? Yeah, Senator, uh, um, the (laughs) bill. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that bad? How embarrassing. You're on national TV. You're supposed to be this big wig, right? You're going to run the ATF. It's alcohol, tobacco, and get this, firearms. You're supposed to know things about firearms. And now, he, if you were a libtard and they asked this of you, um, the correct answer would be every gun is an assault weapon. If you're going to assault somebody, you assault everybody. That's fair. With every gun known to mankind. He doesn't know how to answer it. He doesn't answer it that way. What's an assault yeah. weapon? Yeah, Senator, uh, um, the bill uh, to ban assault what, weapons is, what is your dozens of pages. Of There's no way I could define an assault weapon. There's no way I could define it. I don't have a. I don't have a clue what it is. You're going to run the ATF? Yes, I am. What's the F stand for? Firearms. You don't have a clue what your leftist puke say is the assault rifle or assault weapon. You have no idea. He can't define it. Don't you love how that? How he said that's just perfect. A bottle of alcohol can be an assault weapon if you crack someone in the head with it. That's why it's the ATF. Alcohol, tobacco. tobacco can be an assault weapon if you light it up and burn somebody no, with it. No, it's not. That's a stretch. Your first one was good. The tobacco one was too much. You went too far with that one. Well, soon it's going to be the alcohol, <laughs> tobacco, marijuana, and fire. Oh, good point. Good point. That's fair enough. That's or get June rid of tobacco. Tobacco is bad for you. be able to get stoned legally June 1st. So just hang on. There's no way I could define an assault weapon. You know what I mean? You're going to run this agency and you don't have a definition of assault weapon? But I would be enforcing the definition that members of Congress have. Yeah, but you're going to be issuing rules and regulations. Just give me your definition. Um, (laughs) I'll give you one definition that ATF Give me your definition. One definition that ATF currently Give me your definition. (laughs) I can give you one definition. If you want to answer my question, how can I vote for you? Good point. I'm done, Mr. Chairman. I don't think I'm going to get an answer. You have called for an assault weapons ban. I have a simple question for you. What is an assault weapon? <laughs> Senator, um, an assault weapon would be, in, in the context of the question you asked, what Congress uh, defines it as. So you're asking us to ban assault weapons. We have to write legislation. Can you tell me what is an assault weapon? How would you define it? If you were the chair, the head of the ATF, how have you defined it over the last several years as uh, your role as a gun control advocate? Um, and ATF in that program has defined an assault rifle 
as any semi-automatic rifle capable of accepting a detachable magazine um, above the caliber of 22. Which wow, that is every single rifle in existence. So, by the way, since World War One, define it, and he says Congress will make it, will define what an assault weapon is. So we'll have Nancy Pelosi, AOC, and her group. That's who's going to define what an assault weapon is. And that's scary. That's very scary. Well, he just said his definition is a semi-automatic rifle. <clears throat> Which, by the way, with a detachable magazine, that's every single gun, essentially. So you want to ban all, all guns. Including handguns, which you have to come to. He said rifle, but you'd have to go to a handgun, which, by the way, is the same thing. I, I had a twenty-two rifle that had a little clip you clipped in the bottom. I remember. Held, like, 12 bullets. and uh, You were assaulting people. I had an assault weapon. <laughs> you didn't even and know I it. I didn't even know it. So here's what... I would have been walking a little cocky. Watch out for me. I got an assault weapon. Here's the, Where is uh, it? It's at home, but here, I got one. I got one. Here's the lieutenant governor debate. Here, listen to the question of the Democrats running for lieutenant. Listen to this question. My question now is to Delegate Ayala. The Republican nominee for lieutenant governor, Winston Sears, made headlines with a campaign poster of her holding an assault rifle. You have <laughs> promised a number of new gun safety measures. Tell me the first step that you would make to make gun ownership safer in the Commonwealth. So funny to hear that non sequitur. By the way, the Republican for the same seat was caught in a picture with an assault rifle, which, by the way, no one can define it. We just proved that. And then the next question is, well, how do you make America safer? Or Virginia safe? What? That's nothing to do with anything. One doesn't connect to the other. You just want to make a political statement. You want to make Virginia safer? Issue assault weapons to every household. There you go. Make them qualify. But, hey, uh, issue assault weapons. Virginia will be very safe. There won't be any robberies here. So there won't be any kidnappings. It's like, oh, the kid down the street's being kidnapped. All he hears is gunfire. <laughs> so isn't it interesting that this is this is the question of Lieutenant Governor of the Democrats? Your your opponent, Winsome Sears, the Republican, was caught with a picture of one. Listen to her oh answer. Oh my god. Listen to her answer. Thank you for the question. You know, I'm a product of gun violence. I lost my father when I was two years old, and I know the impact and tragedies one will fear or feel. And I never want another Virginian to ever have this experience. This is why I was so happy to work with my colleagues in the House to champion and usher transformative gun violence prevention. This is including universal background checks, uh, keeping weapons out of domestic abusers' hands. So all the things that, you know, the liberal talking points, but here is uh, the other candidate talking about the Winsome Sears holding the gun. Listen to this. And the fact that the lieutenant governor candidate from the Republican Party posed with an AR-15 is completely irresponsible. The best thing that it's we... It's irresponsible? What? It's irresponsible. Maybe she was hunting rabbits or squirrels. Pose. I like the word pose. They pose with... I mean, it... That's the right move. Okay, turn to the left. Turn slowly. <laughs> Camera going, ka-ching, 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 ka-ching. She's a, an AR-15 model. So if maybe if some American was out there and got a picture with an AR-15, it's what is it again? That the lieutenant governor candidate from the Republican Party posed with an AR-15 is completely irresponsible. Completely. The best thing that we can do right now is to ensure that we maintain our Democratic majority in the House of Delegates and our statewide candidates, so that Republicans do not reverse the work that we have done. And they gun- would stop pictures with AR-15s. I, I just hope the Democrats can do something about the irresponsibility of someone standing with a gun. 
Well, look, one question I'd like to ask is, which would you rather see, a picture of a political person holding what they call an assault weapon, which is insane, or, you know, maybe a congressman from Virginia smoking a joint. <laughs> you know, because that's going to be legal shortly. What is up you want your... one stoned or you want one with a rifle? I prefer, I prefer one with the rifle. I, I do, too. Levine got in on it, and here's what he said. Every 15 minutes, an American is shot dead with a gun. From Virginia Beach to Virginia Tech, Virginians are nervous because it's too easy for dangerous people to get guns. I led the fight. I can guarantee you that's not true. That's not, it's too easy to get, we have done everything humanly possible to stop it. We got background checks. I mean, what is he talking about? Every 15 minutes in America? I don't, I, that's incredible. That's a big stat. I wonder if that's even true. I don't know that it is. Here's Rasul. He's running for lieutenant governor. Here's what he said. Weapons meant for war do not belong on our streets. That's interesting because the founders thought that's exactly where they belong. Well, fine. Why don't you outlaw grenade launchers and bazookas? Yeah. Well, they actually are. But let the so, little, yeah, let the little rifles yeah. for it, squirrel hunting and such. It's That's an interesting statement. I always get that. Weapons of war isn't. I mean, what would so you define a weapon of war? You can't define an assault weapon, let alone a weapon of war. A weapon of war would be a weapon used in war. I don't understand. It's re, the most ridiculous connection, and it really is designed to do one thing: stir the emotions of people into saying, oh, "Weapons of war." The founding fathers enumerated and codified the Second Amendment because they feared government. Not for self-protection, not for rabbit hunting. The liberals cannot grasp that. All right, coming up, uh, let's move on to, uh, let's see, the. Uh, there's more details into this um, lieutenant governor debate. Can't wait to share that with you. And an entrepreneur, that's kind of exciting. We're going to share an entrepreneur here in Richmond that uh, has a unique idea. That in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into labeled packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Richmond's speaking of truth in the land of the free and home of the brave. It is the Lee Brothers. Ah. 
Must be one of the best songs ever. Right? Yeah, I think so. Courtesy of what? Written by American for America. The red, white, and blue. <laughs> You're There's a reason why you don't sing. <laughs> there is a reason. I just figured it out. Give me my mic. So, on? so did I. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Painful, wailing, and gnashing of teeth many people felt throughout the... Uh, no, they didn't. You know, if we can just go back to this gun thing for just a second, if we may, because the, the left is so confused on assault weapons and AR-15, they don't know. Yet the problem with them not knowing is we could just mock them and make fun of them, but they actually legislate laws based on ignorance. And it's very bad for people of liberty. They don't have any idea. They don't know what the, the genesis of the Second Amendment is. They have no idea the purpose of the Constitution, what the founders had in mind. They don't. So they're working off emotion. The greatest example of this was not only what we played in the, in the other segment, but this assemblyman in California by the name of David Shu. he proved uh, ignorance beyond every uh, measure. He's walking through a park, and he comes across a plastic case that had a Glock in it. He takes a picture of it, posts it on Twitter, and says, this is horrendous. Well, it didn't have a Glock in it when he found the case. Right. You're right. It was empty. It was, it was obviously an empty, package. an empty package. Thank you. And he was like, oh, my gosh. Important Here's a package that once held a firearm. <laughs> That's what he said. And he tweeted that out. And he's like, this is preposterous. Except there was a little twist in it. Because inside the picture he sent, you could obviously see that it says air gun. <laughs> it was a toy package. That's still serious. Shoot someone's eye out with an air gun. You know what's interesting about that is if anyone has any experience in firearms or know anything, yeah. they, they would know that you don't go buy a Glock in a store and it comes in a little plastic case like that where you have to cut it open. <laughs> that's, a, that's obviously not a firearm. When I bought Nate his first air gun, yeah. He said, uh, can I shoot it around the house? And I said, well, your brother's not home, so have at it. So, <laughs> so he's shooting stuff around the house. She walks in the door, it's head to the kitchen. He drops to his knees, takes aim, and shoots her right in the butt. And I bet Those she, things sting. Oh, they do sting. Did she lose her they, mind? More than her mind. I mean, she had an out-of-body experience. <laughs> That's fantastic. She came down on Nate like a ton of bricks. That's a great story. And I had to calm her down. Well, so maybe give maybe, him his gun back. So in this particular case, this councilman said he had to defend himself because he got caught, right? He got caught putting a stupid picture of this plastic carrying case of a plastic gun. See, he's looking for sensationalism. He's looking for sure he is some way to stir a stink. Yeah, and and someone should shoot him in the butt with an air gun. <laughs> well, listen to his responses when he got caught. He goes, "Wow, it's not." A, listen to what he says here. While it's not a semi-automatic, it's still disturbing to see the remnants of a weapon that can cause injury. Yeah. What, well, first a of all, red dot on your butt, that's all it'll do. But first of all, it is a semi-automatic. It's not going to penetrate the skin. No, no, but it's a semi he, you missed he's saying while it's not a semi-automatic, it is. It's a semi-automatic airsoft gun. Right. Again, he still misses it. He's still a dope when it comes to these kind of things. So he embarrassed himself as do the American left all the time when it comes to firearms. They don't know. Now don't you love it? Yes. It's fun to mock them. Yeah, like I said, I, though, I the problem it. is they make legislation based on that idiocy. It's scary, quite frankly. All right. There are, there are people we run across from, uh, into on a regular basis, and they're, they're great Americans. 
And we had uh, the honor of uh, meeting a gentleman this week, phenomenal entrepreneur. The guy thinks outside the box all the time. And don't you dare put this guy in a box because he would bust his way out of it. But he came up with this new idea and it involves bourbon. Now, I'm a fan of bourbon, but this isn't the kind of bourbon you're thinking of because he took bourbon barrels and made something neat about it. And it's called 420bourbonbowl.com. And joining us right now is the inventor. And I say inventor because he really invented it. It's got a patent pending, Jim Gibson. Jim? Hey, Jim. Hey. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? We're doing good. How are you? Thank you for joining us. I'm doing well. Yeah, thanks for having me. How are you doing, Richard? You doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks. I've come a long way. You know, it's a day-to-day thing, but I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing great today. You know, he looks good. Well, Jim, well, Jim, you're sounding good. well. Yeah. How about Thank that? you. Yeah. Well, Thank I, you. And he looks good. That, that, that combination's incredible. When you look good and sound good, it's quite impressive. That's because I'm a damn good looking That's a man. scary combination <laughs> for Richard. <laughs> yes, it is. So, Jim, we have, uh, we have a few minutes here. I wanted to get, your, um, get you to speak about this because I thought it was actually a creative idea. Can you tell us the uh, origin of your bourbon bowl? <clears throat> Yeah, it, it, and thanks for asking, Eric. Guys, it, uh, I, I had a, a, a good close friend of mine. Uh, she uses marijuana for medicinal purposes, and uh, she didn't have her supplies with her. She had her, her medicinal marijuana, but she didn't have her, her anything to smoke with. And she had asked me, she said, hey, can you, can you find me something to smoke out of? And I go, what are you going to smoke? And she, when she told me, I was like, we, you smoke marijuana? She goes, yeah. I said, well, hang on a minute. Let me see if I can come up with something. So I, I, I used bourbon barrels to make other products like coasters, name tags, wall mount, bottle openers, things like that. And I said, well, I'll take a piece of that wood and I'll carve it up real quick and give it to her and put a screen in it. And, you know, she took it outside and she smoked with it. She came back in. She goes, man, this is great. And I said, well, what do you mean it's great? And I said, you got some good weed or what? She said, no, this, this pipe that you made is really different. And I was like, I don't know uh, how this, you know, explain. She goes, well, it, you can taste, you know, I can taste like it's got like whiskey or bourbon in it. I thought it's made out of a bourbon barrel. It, you know, maybe it should taste that way. And uh, she goes, well, it's smooth. It, it kind of takes the edge off of the, the weed, you know, like the harshness. And I, I don't know anything about it. So I'm like, well, great. So the next day she calls me and, you know, she asked me to make her a couple more for her friends. And, so I made some for my friends and that I know that smoke marijuana and uh, gave it to them. And they all reported back the same story. It's kind of mellow. It's really interesting. It's really unique. And so we started working with the design and, you know, coming up with a couple of unique features on it that uh, my patent attorney believes that uh, uh, are indeed patentable. And, of course, the design patent, and the, uh, you know, the trademark and the name and all that. Uh, so anyway, but the, the reports all came back identical and that is it's mellows the weed. It takes the harshness out. It, you can kind of taste the bourbon every now and then. And I was like, cool. So believe it or not, wait, wait, I got my 84 year old dad. Yeah. Go ahead. Can, can go ahead. I not, can I not smoke tobacco on this thing? I mean, does it have to be weed, Jim? I mean, does it have you to can be? smoke anything in all it right, you want, all right, Scott. Just you can, Hey, you can smoke, you can smoke lawn weed in it if you want. But so, yeah, you can put pipe tobacco. And actually, I have a customer that uses it for pipe tobacco. But he loves smoking a pipe. But he goes, "This is the coolest thing I've seen." So, yeah, anyway. but, but it is a cool design, by the way. And you can see this at four twenty bourbonbowl dot com. Four twenty bourbonbowl dot com, and and catch all the 
the thing. By the way, great website. It's a it's a brilliant idea. Although I refuse to endorse marijuana pot smoking, but I will I will I will tell you that this is. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not endorsing it. I'm not endorsing it. But hey, our governor wants it legal. Uh, you got it. Yep, and so do you because you're an amazing entrepreneur, Jim. Thanks for your time, man. Good talking with you. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. We'll yeah, see thanks. you. Okay. Thanks, Jim. You have a wonderful weekend. That is Jim Gibson. He's the founder and operator for 420bourbonbowl.com. And a truly great American. All right. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me mojo or give me death. Mojo Five O. Hi there. I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about mypillstogo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found my pills to go. That's my pills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with my pills to go.com. My daughter takes three pills per day and she uses it too. Check it out today at my pills to go.com. That's my pills, the number two, go. Dot com. My pills, the number two, go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense like Thomas Paine. The Lee Brothers. People think we're nearing the end of time, but we've had enough and we've drawn the line. Flag is up since it's Memorial Day weekend. Down, and now we're together from the country to town. That's a great song. You have to listen to it when you have time. Which I don't know when that will be, but it's very, very good. Wish I just crank it up and listen to it. But uh, LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. This um, during the Lieutenant Governor debate. By the way, the 420 Bourbon Bowl, B O W L dot com. 420 Bourbon Bowl, B O W L dot com is how you reach Jim Gibson and his unique product. By the way, the, the, the handiwork on this thing is quite impressive. Although I will never use it, but it is very impressive. During the, uh, you might uh, use it for some regular pipe tobacco. I don't think you'll ever smoke any marijuana, but... Uh, yeah, that's true. Very true. It would probably make you mellower. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You want that. You probably say, Scott, you slip it in my drink in my Diet Mountain Dew. That'd be a heck of a combination. Right. Put it in a drink. I think you'll see it floating around. Uh, Memorial Day is real. It's not just a holiday you can go out and celebrate. It has real consequences coming up. My mother's going to explain what that means to her. Why Memorial Day is pretty big deal in her household. And you'll want to hear this. And we've got a book that... Uh, she signed for us. We'll go through that. All that is coming up. Very important segment. Uh, I think you'll like it. And much more. 
another hour packed with the Lee Brothers. Check us out at theleebrothers.com and mojo50.com. Mojo50.com. Fighting for your right to be wrong. Mojo Five O. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. So there's a real cultural battle. You can't, uh, you can't mention a Christian faith in a public high school, and USA Today has removed the word male, M-A-L-E, from an article. I, I, we got to share this with you. It's outrageous. Virginia Democrats afraid to live in Virginia because of the color of their skin. I kid you not. We, this stuff has got to stop. We, we'll share that with you. But it is Memorial Day w- weekend, and a real Memorial Day for some. A mother explains that is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, very special Memorial Day weekend. You know, get your family together, talk to them about Memorial Day, especially the little ones. Let you know, let them come up through their years. Of growing, knowing what Memorial Day is all about, we would be living in a different time and place, quite yeah. possibly, if Without not them. for these brave people. So you and I have done, uh, I mean, for many years, since 2003, we've been on the air, or is it 2002? You think two. it's two? Okay. It's two. definitely two. Okay, it's definitely two. And we've actually had a segment called Patriot Radio, and we, we really honored some people through that and enjoy it so much because we have a huge passion for our country and love for those who have uh, given the ultimate sacrifice in their families. We recognize uh, that God grants liberty only to those who love it and are willing to guard and defend it. You know, the uh, United States Marine Corporal Chaplain Dennis O'Brien said, it's the soldier, not the reporter, who has given us freedom of press. It's the soldier, not the poet, who has given us freedom of speech. It's the soldier, not the campus organizer, who has given us freedom to demonstrate. And it's the soldier who salutes the flag, who serves beneath the flag, whose coffin is draped by the flag that allows a protester to burn the flag. These words we've said for many years over and over again, and they resonate with many of us uh, Americans, but they really hit home for people who understand what that sacrifice is. So when Richard and I were talking about the show this week, I went and pulled a book off the shelf. Actually, in doing so, it really brought back some memories. The title of the book is When Johnny Doesn't Come Marching Home, A Mother's Story of the Price for Freedom by Rhonda Winfield. I opened up the, the, bind, the book, and what fell out are pictures of her son, Jason Redifer. He's, uh, there are about six pictures here. Hold one up for the camera so you can kind of see it here. I don't know if you can see that. Handsome man. I mean, and, and the uniform is just spectacular. As I looked at the pictures, it just reminded me of what Memorial Day really is. And then I went to the cover of the book where Rhonda Winfield signed it. To the Lee Brothers, thanks for spreading patriotism. Remind America that freedom isn't free. I'm honored to call you friends. Wow. Uh, we're honored to uh, 
to um, to even know be, you. Yeah, to know you even be mentioned in this book. The back of it is signed, uh, is highlighted by three people, United States Senator George Allen, which is amazing, Congressman Bob Goodlatte, and some guy named Scott Lee, the Lee brothers in Richmond. Here's what I wrote on the back of this. America needs this book. We've forgotten the freedom we've enjoyed for so many years. Came to us at a very high price, and that price is being paid again today by the amazing heroes fighting the war on terror. Jason Redifer is one of those heroes. He will never be forgotten, and after reading this book, you'll understand why. Jason was and is America. This book encompasses the struggle and sacrifices of one of those many Americans who've lost a son. Freedom isn't free, and the price of freedom is sometimes too great to bear. In a generation that thinks sacrifice is to get up at 6 a.m., Jason Redifer shows America the meaning of the true word sacrifice. America should read this book and understand the price of freedom from a mother. Who knows? Rhonda Winfield joins us right now. Hey, Rhonda. Hi, guys. Hi, Rhonda. Hey there. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for remembering Jason and this far down the road, wanting to take this opportunity to just study what Memorial Day is originally intended for. It's greatly appreciated. Well, thank you for joining us. I want I want people to hear you, Rhonda. I want people to understand that Memorial Day is real. It's not just this far off place that we celebrate and look at a look on a wall someone's name, but to you, this is this is quite the holiday, if I may use that term, isn't it? It absolutely is. It's it's always always a, a mix of emotions. Um, it's sixteen years ago now that we lost Jason, and on Memorial Day, for us, we're reminded in our family every day is Memorial Day. No doubt. Sixteen years down, sixteen years down the road, and. The pain is just as raw. It's just the times that it completely consumes you are are less frequent. Um, mm. You still look at the pictures, and you you look at your 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 baby, my nineteen year old baby, um, and he never will be any older than that to us. When we lost Jason, his younger brothers were just six and eight years old. They're going to be twenty two and twenty five this year. And they never got to know their brother who was able to take them to do all the things that he enjoyed. And he never got to see the amazing young men that they are becoming. You don't only lose the person that you know and love, but you lose everything that they were going to be or that they were going to do. Or all the people that come behind them have lost knowing the amazing individual that they were. And at the same time, especially on Memorial Day, we want to make sure that we celebrate it to its fullest, that we enjoy every picnic and and every family member that we can be around because we have the freedom to still do those things because of of young men and women like like Jason that answered the call. And this year especially has been so difficult for us. So many people, um, for just numerous reasons, but certainly with COVID, not being able to gather now because those restrictions are, are being lifted. We can certainly do more of that and we'll embrace the opportunities to get to be together and to gather. And, and it is, though, my hope that we remember what this particular holiday specifically is for and, and why we have it. Right. Um, yeah. in, in addition to, to all of that, I have found that 
that all of these milestones, all of these holidays this year have been especially difficult. And, and I think that the political climate has had so much to do with that. Never before have I felt that as a country we were more unworthy of this type of sacrifice. Oh, that's a shame. It, it's been it's been so difficult um, watching the flag, the same flag that draped the casket of my son, be disrespected when when people choose to take a knee in protest. You no, know, I was going to I was going to ask you about that, but I didn't want to. And then you brought it up, and I I appreciate you doing that because you know Richard and I have the same reaction to it, and I can't imagine how your reaction is when you've lost your son for that purpose. We're talking with Rhonda Winfield, who lost her son, Jason Redifer, in 2005. Is that correct? It was 2005? That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Rhonda, I, I, when I pulled your book off the shelf, I, I think you heard me talk about your son's pictures. I'm holding my hand right now looking at him. What a great kid. Um, and they hit the floor, and I picked them up, and I, I forgot your pictures were in there, and I just I was amazed by it. But what I didn't tell you in the beginning here is my, the book is dog-eared and marked. And I didn't know why it was marked at that point. I opened it up, and it's highlighted on two pages, pages 14 and 15. And, Rhonda, I know why now. When I read it, I knew exactly why I earmarked it and marked it there. This is the account of the van that showed up in your driveway, and you came home, and they told you about your son. And I read it and highlighted it, and I read it. Richard and I read it again this week, and it's just the most unbelievable. Can you can you try for our listening audience to explain these two pages in your in your own words for them? You mean as far as having the experience? Yes, what happened on that day? Because you did an amazing job writing about what happened, and it's a tearjerker reading the thing. I, I I just I'm amazed by it, but I know there are people who say how how did how could you handle that? How did you handle? Because when you when you pulled in your drive when you saw the van, you knew. Absolutely, I I think every every parent knows that when you have Marines in dress blues show up on your doorstep and you have a son or daughter that's currently in harm's way, you don't have to hear the words. You you know the message. Um, in Jason's case. He was actually out on the very last patrol of his deployment. Um, we had made plans. We were leaving the following week to go to Camp Lejeune to bring him home. I had just spoken with him at 4 o'clock that morning. He was ready to, to go out on, on this particular patrol, and it was going to be the last. They were packing up to come home. And about 4.30 in the afternoon, I came home from work, saw a van, that I didn't recognize. I saw that it had government plates, and the nightmare starts to unfold, and your heart starts racing, and everything goes into slow motion. And then the Marines walked around the side of my house, and you get out of the car, and it's like a movie that's unfolding. You're just sort of on the outside looking in, and they didn't move. They just stood there and waited for me. And as I was walking toward them, I said something to the effect of, don't you dare be here to tell me that something has happened to my son. And in my mind, having spoken to him only 12 hours earlier, I couldn't fathom that something could have happened to him 
and everything transpired that would have been required to have these people on my lawn to tell me bad news. And they didn't answer me. And, of course, that was my answer. And they they looked down and gave me the space that I needed for whatever needed to unfold. And it was as though I had had a cannonball fired right through me mm. at that moment. Wow. And the person that I was absolutely ceased to exist at that moment. I can walk you right now to that spot in my yard where I died as well. I'm sure. Um, never to be the same. Rhonda, never to be the same. You know, there's so many things, you know, Richard and I have talked about this too. What do you say to someone? And we've talked to you before, you know, we've, we've, t- we've told you things, but let me just say this for, uh, on behalf of the people who are probably listening and in awe with their mouth open, thank you for your sacrifice. And um, we'll do our best to, to earn it. As it was said in Saving Private Ryan at the end of the movie and looked at him and said, earn it. You know, we want to, we want to be that country that your son gave his ultimate uh, cause for, and um, thank you for your sacrifice, and thank you for what your son did. It's, that, it's quite simple, Richard. It's, what else do you say, right? What else do you say? You know, and what else, what else can, can be said? You know, we're just, we're so blessed that along the course of our, our journey, there are these amazing men and women, and, you know, I just, we all try to do the best that we can as parents, and I think somewhere in, in the greatness that they have, that's just something that comes straight from God. And they they answer a call, and, and they serve us well, and we just have to all be, be grateful that we got to be in, in that circle and to know them and, and to be part of that. And I, I certainly don't hold any sort of fantasy that the, the country that would be deserving is the country that just believes that I believe and behaves the way that I behave. But I also believe that part of what made this country so amazing is that we do have these opposing views and we have civil discourse and through our exchanges with one another, no matter how heated and impassioned, that we maybe hear something we hadn't heard before. We entertain something that we hadn't considered before and we elevate one another. And I think it's just in this absolute vitriol um, and this, this swamp that we're stuck in where there is no any sort of, of consideration of, of tolerance for one another and, and in trying to remember what these days like Memorial Day mean and how we got here that we do complete disservice. Um, Rhonda, thank you. It's, it's, it's disheartening. It's just extremely disheartening, but I'm not, not without hope because there are plenty more men and women, plenty more Jasons there answering the call every day and believe in this country and, and know what that flag means and, and value that. And, so and they're going to keep on fighting. You know, they're, they're still in harm's way, and they're, they're going to keep doing all that they can to, to give us a country that, that's worthy of that. And the two of you fearlessly uh, taking on all that, that uh, wants to stand in your way and, and wants to be in opposition and, and just holding the line and sharing what you believe and sharing our, our values and just the respect for, for service and for love of country. That's, well, that's huge. Well, for and you to, that couldn't be any more of a thank you for service oh, than, than continuing to hold that line. Well, you don't thanking us is <laughs> we don't, we don't uh, not worthy of that, but thank you. Thank Rhonda, you so much. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for your time. I know this was painful, but I think it was so great for people to hear what Memorial Day is really about in real life terms. Thank you for your sacrifice, and so glad you joined us. 
Well, I thank you so much. Thank you all for remembering, and, and I just hope that everybody does have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend and get to celebrate all of those those freedoms that these men and women are giving us. Thanks, Rhonda. Appreciate Amen. you. Thank you, Rhonda. Thanks to Jason Redford, his sacrifice for the cause of freedom and liberty. This book is When Johnny Doesn't Come Marching Home, A Mother's Story, The Price for Freedom. That was Rhonda Winfield, his mother. Capacity fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You take a lot of medications and pills. Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Richmond, speaking of truth in the land of the free and home of the brave, it is the Lee Brothers. I'm just trying to be a father, raise a daughter and a son, be a lover to their mother, everything to everyone. Up and that on bright and early, I'm all business in my suit. Yeah, I'm dressed up for success, from my head down to my boots. I don't do it for the money, there's bills that I can't pay. I don't do it for the glory, I just do it anyway. Providing for our futures, my responsibility. Yeah, I'm real good on the pressure, being all that I can be. I can't call in sick on Mondays when the weekend's been too strong. I just work straight through the holidays, sometimes all night long. You can bet that I stand ready when the wolf growls at the door. Hey, I'm solid. Hey, I'm steady. Hey, I'm true down to the core. You know, thank God there are men like that. Amen. If there wasn't, we wouldn't be here. We'd be speaking a different language. It's just, it's just amazing that we don't do this enough. I, you know, Rhonda Winfield said something very interesting. Every day is Memorial Day for her. Yeah, it should be for everyone. And then we have people who complain 
that they have to get up at 6 a.m. or they have to do whatever they're doing. There's so much of this. And I, by the way, I admire this in you too, Richard. I think you're a lot like this is that, you know, just you don't complain about things. Well, thank you. Um, people who don't complain about things have a great attitude about life. And, you know, here's Rhonda Winfield who lost her son. Her lost her son at 19 years old. Did you hear her? Was she bitter? Was she angry? What an amazing character. She loves the country. She has a, a true love for the country, which everyone living in the United States should have. Everyone. I think and, if we spent more time, like to your point, Richard, if we spent more time hearing stories like Rhonda Winfield's, maybe we would. Maybe so. And there's thousands of stories like hers out there. Thousands. Oh, no, no doubt about it. I mean, I think it was an honor for us to even be considered. I mean, her book that, you know, we helped with, or she signed for us, and we got the pictures of Jason. That's a real, a real reminder of, of the cause of freedom and liberty, and it's a cost to it. Freedom isn't free. There are men who went before since the founding of this country who did amazing things to help us be where we are today. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me mojo or give me death. Mojo Five O. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found my pills to go. That's mypills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with mypillstogo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at mypillstogo.com. That's mypills, the number two, go.com. Mypills, the number two, go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense, like Thomas Paine. The Lee Brothers. Where were you when the world stopped turning on that September day? Were you in the yard with your wife and children? Working on some stage in L.A. Did you stand there in shock at the sight of that black smoke rising against that blue sky? Did you shout out in anger and fear for your neighbor? Or did you just sit down and cry? Did you weep for the children who lost their dear loved ones and pray for the ones who don't know? Do we have to do the show, or can we just listen to this? So take some time this uh, Memorial Day weekend, and um, just just remember, 
I mean, the Lee brothers have, uh, I think, you know, we, we look at Memorial Day, and we have since the beginning, you know. We, we've never had this idea that somehow Memorial Day was just some random weekend that came along and launched the pool opening. <laughs> I mean, we just launched never, the cookout season. It just never occurred to us that that was what it was about. By the way, we take July 4th the same way, right? July 4th, we feel the same way about celebrating independence and what it really meant and what Washington and all those guys did. That's amazing. Another time. And although we should also take a time to reflect upon our family, enjoy that time and what it really means for, for America. I think that's what, what Memorial day is really about. I mean, I think some people will put their stamp on it and run around and say, but there are a significant amount of people and Rhonda even said it. There are people who this country's not over. There's great hope. There's great people. And as long as there's people like Jason Redifer and Wanda Winfield who, who will, our country will survive. It always will with these kind of people. Which, you know, when you think about America, we're so caught up in what CBS is saying and what NBC and CNN is poisoning the minds of American people that we never look around and see who we're with because America is not CNN. It's not CBS. It's not ABC. It's not the guy kneeling at the uh, NBA game. It's not. America, look, look at, look at America. It's your neighbors. It's your churches. It's your families, communities. That's America. And once you get past all the crap that is fed to us on TV, Memorial Day comes a real thing. It's, it's a real meaning, and we are real Americans, and we should, we should uh, remember that. Even, on, uh, we pay, even when we hear Joe Biden do his stuff, I mean, there's hope. All right, coming up, let's dive into some uh, craziness, shall we? How, how about a valedictorian can't talk about Christ in her speech? Insane. We'll talk about that next. LeeBrothers.com to LeeBrothers.com. powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo50. Mojo50.com. We built this city. Yes, we did. Even this week. Just at the bottom of the half hour, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. City on the James. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host and friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes is far left. Is Richard Lee. All right, check us out, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There is uh, Lee Brother merchandise that you can purchase now. Cool stuff. Get your Tumblr mug. Go to LeeBrothers.com, click on merchandise, and you can uh, get a tumbler mug or anything else you can get laser-carved in there that's pretty slick. So we're grateful for Mojo50.com for helping us with that. And uh, Memorial Day is real. If you didn't think it was real and you just heard the segment with Rhonda Winfield and her son, then check this video out at TheLeeBrothers.com. It'll just resonate with you even further, all at TheLeeBrothers.com. All right, so... uh, you know, when you when you look at Memorial Day and you look at what all these men did for the cause of freedom and liberty, ultimate sacrifice, you, you look at what they fought for and you go, hey, you know what? I want to honor that. I mean, if these men gave up their, their lives for the Constitution of the United States, I should probably, I don't know, understand it, uh, embrace it, um, you, honor it, 
you know, the same thing they did. Of course, they gave their life. You probably don't have to. But you could at least say, if they fought for the Constitution of the United States and freedom of liberty, I'm going to do the same here, just saying. So a valedictorian at a, at a high school in um, Michigan, Michigan public uh, high school principal is getting called out after telling one of the valedictorians that mentioning her Christian faith in her graduation speech is not appropriate. You know what is appropriate? Using your platform at an NBA game to kneel for the national. That's appropriate. Or an NFL player saying America sucks with his fist in the air. That's appropriate. But using your Christian faith at a valedictorian in a high school, it must be stopped. <laughs> it's insane. I mean, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. 80-some percent of the citizens of the United States are Christians. Well, they claim to be. Right. Okay, so and, okay, that's fair. Well, claim it. Yeah, they claim it. And Whatever. So, but right. very small percentage of folks here are are not Christians. They don't say they're Christian. You know, there's Muslims. They get to lay their little rug down and pray to the West at certain times during the day. But yet the Christians can't even mis- mention Christ in the movie. I mean, in, I mean, in the valedictorian in the movie. Well, in the valedictorian. Too. Probably movies too, I bet that. Not point. in the movie. Not in the movie either. <laughs> a section of a speech by Elizabeth Turner, who was the student, sent to the principal at Hillsdale High School the, uh, her speech that read this way. Here's the threatening words of her speech. Get ready. Sit down. Terry. Yeah, this, is, this should have been stopped. Scary. For me, my future hope is found in my relationship with Christ. By trusting in him and choosing to live a life dedicated to bringing his kingdom glory, I can be confident that I'm living a life with purpose and meaning. My identity is found by what God says and who I want to be, want to become is laid out in scripture, unquote. Preposterous. What's wrong with this girl? Doesn't it make you furious? (laughs) This girl should be stopped. And they did. They stopped her. Here, here's what the principal, Amy Goldsmith, reacted. Here's what she said, telling Turner, quote, you are representing the school in this speech. Don't use your podium as your public forum. We need to be mindful about the inclusion of religious aspects. These are your strong beliefs, but they are not appropriate for a speech in a school public setting. I know this will be frustrate you, but you have to be mindful of it. Unbelievable. Now, what she should do, let it just make you furious. What uh, she should so do, furious. It's just so maddening. Is do her speech the way she wrote it. What are they going to do to her? That's a good point, actually. Kick her out of school? I don't think so. So she should do it the way she wrote it. Break this down for it. Here, here's the principle. What principle, by the way, reads this speech and goes, oh. I mean, what is wrong with our country to think? You're, you know, you're not representing the school in the speech. No, I'm the valedictorian. The reason I'm standing here is because of what I accomplished. Do you want to know how I accomplished it or what I accomplished? No, we don't care about that. We want you to talk about how great the high school is. No, it's never about that. Valedictorians always talk about their faith. I wonder if she had put in her speech about how she hates the country, if that would have been taken out. Or if she was a Muslim, if that would be taken out. But uh, then it, I wonder what faith... This principle is. Even if it, right. I mean, you, you could she wonder. She may that. be a Christian and maybe getting pressure from the school board. Who knows? Who knows? 
but her what's guiding her, but it's certainly heinous. It's it is <laughs> heinous. And the principal said we need to be mindful about the inclusion of religious aspects. What? What? what hang on a second. Why? It's not about other religion. It's about this one student. And, and even if this one student says, this is my Christian faith, would the student stand up and go, all you idiots out there don't believe like me? No. She said, this is, this is me. And by the way, when did that become so harmful in America? When was a, a saying, here's what I believe as a Christian, not allowed? Not allowed? I mean, right now, the biggest crime in America is proselytizing. If you go out and say, look, I believe Jesus Christ is the only way I'd like you to join. That is the worst thing ever. By the way, all the other stuff, perfectly fine. You can lie, cheat, steal. That's fine. We're not going to condemn that. You can do other behaviors, other sexual sins you can do. They're never condemned. But if you come out and say in a high school speech that my identity is found in God, ooh, we got a problem with that. And at the end, she goes, I know this will frustrate you. But we have to be mindful of it. We have lost control because we've allowed these minority of thought to dictate it. But worse, we somehow allowed this principle to make it sound like it's immoral to talk about your Christian faith or it's unconstitutional. Both are wrong. It's certainly not unconstitutional, and it's not immoral for this this person to stand up and claim Christ. So what do you think this student did with this information? Here's what Elizabeth Turner, the valedictorian, said in response to this. Unfortunately, I don't think I would be able to deliver a genuine speech under these circumstances. I don't agree with what should avoid the topic of tragedy and death because it's part of everyone's future. I understand what you're saying, but for me, this is a time for my peers, and I do all that our lives and choose how we want to live since we're not promised tomorrow. For me, my personal future relies on my faith and also want freedom to be able to address that in my speech if the opportunity arises. In other words, she said, forget it. Stick it in your ear. Find another valedictorian. I would really have liked to talk to this principal. I would like to talk to the student too. Yeah, well, the student responded in a great way, but what kind of thought does the principal, who, by the way, we put in a position of what? Authority. Why? Because they're the adult. They're the smart one, right? Not the, the, the students are students, they're kids. We expect more from an adult. If you're the principal of a school, you act this dumb and stupid to limit the speech? This young lady was valedictorian. Her speech shouldn't... They shouldn't have to turn it in for a review. I mean, they don't want somebody getting up there and doing something crazy, but typically a valedictorian, that's not going to happen. Yeah, right. They're pretty squared it's away. It's not going to happen. They're level-headed, intelligent people ahead of their time maybe, but she should not have been shot down in this manner. Well, this is what happens in our current cancel culture. You know, right now, USA Today is prohibiting the use of the word male. Why? Because in an op-ed in USA Today was about an article about men performing in women's sports as transgenders. In the article, the author wrote males participating with females. USA Today changed it. They, instead of putting males, they put transgenders. 
They refused to let the article go printed with the word male in it. Wow. And we wonder why we have principals that act this way in high schools across the country because they're insane. Of course, all, the, all of those males should show up dressed in drag. Could they should should they should show up to show the principal just how stupid they are? Well, transgender U- USA Today can't allow you to use the word male is insane. That's so stupid. Well, we don't even know what male and female we don't know what they are anymore. This is a interview or a man on the street at a university in Florida. How would you guys define a woman? There's no like certain definition of a woman. Okay, stop right there. There's no certain definition of a woman. It's over, folks. You can pack it in. This actually comes from thought on our university campuses. Are you insane? Anybody who identifies himself with the term a woman. Do you think that there are genetic or biological characteristics that define a woman? Um... Uh, I, I, <laughs> um, uh, we can't even do this. The guy can't answer. We, um, uh, if my girlfriend's can't. listening, she'll be mad. I guess we shouldn't be surprised that you can't have a valedictorian claim the name of Christ, or you can't put the word male on USA Today when we can't even identify the difference between male and female anymore. I mean, how insane has our culture gotten? I mean, this is scary stuff. These are university students, right? I mean, they're smart, right? Smart kids. Tough question. I think being a woman is a state of mind and like an identity rather than some. There is a biological term for being a female, of course, but it's a it's who you are and who you define yourself as a person rather than what you're what's between your pants. I feel like gender is pretty fluid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think you need to define <laughs> any stuff, like anything like that. I don't really like to label things, you know. Just <laughs> I don't want to label somebody a woman when they're. We're not even sure. Did that woman say, yes, you have to, you know, something to do with what's in your pants? Yeah, she did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so, all this time, I thought I was a man. Well, all this time, we thought we knew what men and women were. We thought we knew. In fact, all of society since the beginning of time has figured it out. It's only in 2021 these enlightened people showed up and go, no, no, no. We don't know these things. Quit acting like you do. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. 
Richmond speaking of truth in the land of the free and home of the brave. It is the Libra. It is Memorial Day weekend. I trust that you will uh, do more than just eat your burgers and your hot dogs. And you'll get out there and, um, and uh, remember those who gave the ultimate price for the cause of freedom and liberty. All right, so did you see the, uh, the, the COVID uh, changes here in Virginia came out? So there's no more social distancing. Uh, As of June 1st. Yeah, there's no more social distancing. Capacity restrictions are done. So the Flying Squirrels, our minor league team here in Richmond, is now going to be able to seat at full capacity. What I about guess- May 31st? No. Memorial Day. They can't see. You know, Memorial Day, you still have to socially distance. Like, people are going to do it. Give me a break. I haven't put a mask on in a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. What's interesting is if, if you drop the requirements for full capacity and then the stadium fills to full capacity, I mean, wh- this is what I've always said about government regulations. If American people want to go fill a stadium with 11,000 people, regardless of what Ralph Northam says, why would you say no to them? Because they're dumb, Scott. They're stupid. They don't know there's a virus. They do know. This is what I'm saying about free people being able to make their decisions. As soon as they drop this this restriction, we're going to fill a stadium for 11,000 people. What a bunch of idiots. Do we not know? Where's our governor? Won't he stop us from doing stupid stuff? Or is he locked in his office smoking a joint? And, It'd be legal for him as of July, I think it is. I think, no, I think I he's changed June. it to June oh, 1st. Well, good for him. Let's ban tobacco and legalize marijuana. Here's something else I find ridiculous. Since we've gotten rid of these capacity restrictions and social distancing, does the plexiglass now come down at every place you've been into? And, and isn't that the height of stupidity with the plexiglass? I'm changing things. I'm touching the same stuff. I have to go around it to hear them. I'm reaching around. It's the, and by the way, a lot of this plexiglass is only like this big. And so you reach around it so you can hear them. They move their mask. The whole thing was a lie. It was all this big, confusing con. And now we begin to realize, of course it was. It didn't mitigate anything. All it was was a barrier to look stupid. And now with the release of the governor's heavy hand. Oh, no, he was protecting you, Lee Brothers. Heavy hand. That's good. Heavy hand. Here's the other thing that's interesting. Now that that the, the Wuhan virus has now been proven to come out of the Wuhan lab, Trump said it. And, of course, what did Facebook do? Well, Facebook had spiked, got rid of every post that said COVID-19 was man-made. They got You couldn't post that. Facebook would spike it and say, oh, no, no, it's our job to make sure there were truth detectors. Well, it turns out you're a bunch of boneheads because now, we, this is a quote from Facebook, we will no longer remove the claim that, for, that COVID-19 is man-made or manufactured from our apps. <laughs> These people are unbelievable. They're unbelievable. And they, they say it with a straight face. Trump said a year ago that it was possibly in a Wuhan lab. And, of course, what did the press do? They ate him up for it. You know what's actually what's interesting about Facebook right now and COVID-19 is they have a vaccination hesitancy score. Vaccination hesitancy score. It's a VH score. In other words, they're scoring you. 
if you're va- vaccine hesitant and you post things about being vaccinated, they, they score you and they begin to track you and they begin to eliminate your post based upon your hesitancy to take the vaccine. Facebook is evil. They're not about that. You know what? They need to be regulated like a, like a, um, a, uh, a, a gas company, a utility. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. They should be, imagine a gas company not sending gas to your house based upon your political views. Or anything. Or anything. Or judging the things that you do in your life and then saying, I'm sorry, I'm not going to serve you gas this week. That's insane. You're going to uh, very quickly say, oh, I believe in whatever you say. Just give me my gas. Vaccine hesitancy score? Wow. Facebook is the government. (laughs) Rand Paul this week came out and said, I'm not going to get vaccinated. Here's what he said about it. He said, until they show me evidence that people who already had the infection are dying in large numbers or being hospitalized or getting very sick, I just made my own personal decision that I'm not getting vaccinated because I already had the disease and I have a natural immunity. That, to Facebook, is insanity. To me, it seems rational. That's because you're in the same boat. Well, I'm in the same boat. That's exactly how I think about it. But here's a doctor, Dr. Rand Paul. I mean... Maybe he's an eye doctor, but either way, he's a doctor, right? <laughs> he could be a podiatrist. Right. I mean, here's a guy who you got to say is a smart guy. And he's right. If, show me these people who had COVID that are getting it again. I read a story that yesterday or last week that said antibodies are with you the rest of your life. They're constantly searching for this virus to defeat. Very interesting. Do you, you know this? The NIH, National Institute of Health, and the CDC... Half of their own people haven't been vaccinated. I'll tell you what. When the NIH and the CDC are fully vaccinated with everyone there, then come talk to me. You can't even get your own people vaccinated. And by the way, I don't care if they're vaccinated. I really don't. I think the people should be concerned whether they're vaccinated or not. If you're scared, get vaccinated. Simple things. I've been half vaccinated. Do you, does that count, by the way? I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. You know I number. can't find anyone else who can give me the other half. I got half of it at the hospital, but I can't find anyone to give me the other half. It's the Pfizer vaccination. So I think I'll just go with the half. Yeah, stick with it. So then in the lieutenant government. I ain't scared. <laughs> he ain't scared. You don't look scared. So the lieutenant governor debate this week. I got to play this clip before we wrap up the program this is uh this is one of the candidates talking about being scared in virginia listen to this i'm a mother of two black children and every day i fear when they walk out of my home whether it's to go to work drive a car or just walk around the neighborhood you leave your home just to drive your car Hey, Mary, where are you going? I think, I think I'm the just point, driving my car. I, I think the point is it's different than that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're trying to make a difference. Is this, this is just folly. It really is folly. You're concerned that they're leaving. Let, 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 I will let her finish. This is the anxiety I feel as a mother. Sell your no car. No Virginian should ever feel that. No one in this country should ever feel that. 
We are sell your car, have your groceries delivered, and homeschool. Problem solved. The problem is this isn't happening. We'll see you when we see you. America isn't slaughtering black kids. She isn't afraid to send her kid outside. She isn't afraid to let her kids go drive. She's not. This is a political stunt. It's political folly. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's hurting our country. Stop saying these things. I have other words for it. Thank you for being a family show. I'm just being candid. <laughs> this, this hurts America. It doesn't help America. You're ki- we are, they're, we're not hunting down black people in America. It's not no, no, happening. No one is. It's, this is. it's just ridiculous. But that's the lieutenant governor debate. And that is the Democratic Party of Virginia. All right, the LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. The 60 seconds. What did we learn today? Next. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me mojo or give me death. Mojo 5-0. Hi there. I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found my pills to go. That's mypills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with mypills2go.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at mypills2go.com. That's mypills, the number two, go.com. Mypills, the number two, go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense, like Thomas Paine. The Lee Brothers. That is a wrap. Not a tortilla wrap. No, it sounds so good. I'm a little hungry for that, actually. This reminds me. Me too. All right, uh, check us out at theleebrothers.com. There is uh, the real Memorial Day and what it means. I think you'll enjoy that. But this is a wrap of the program, and as we end every show, we end it as Doc Thompson ended every one of his shows on what we learned today. So, Richard Lee, what did we learn today? A website that's really cool for neat items, 420bourbonbowl.com. <laughs> neat items? Yeah. Yeah, it's one interesting pipe. Party items. Yeah, party items. Sure. 420 bourbonbowl.com. Okay, that's interesting. Well, here's what we learned today, which I think is the most impactful, is we learned Memorial Day is real. It's not a place just to grill. And uh, it's important to remember. And thank you, Rondo Winfield, for sharing your son with the country. What else we learned today, Richard Lee? This Memorial Day, it's mandatory to discuss the meaning of Memorial, Memorial Day with your kids and your family. It's the law. We can't all, help it. We just have to enforce it. It's the law. It's the law? If the Lee brothers ever get control legislation. It's a law. you got to say something about Memorial Day. That's brothers good. law. All right. We also learned that Virginia War Memorial is very, quite cool. It's a very, very slick idea. Check it out. The Virginia War Memorial. Go there and enjoy your Memorial Day holiday. What else we learned today, Richard Lee? 
Uh, some people are just paranoid. They're scared to death of everything, even going out and driving in their car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, find us at mojo50.com, mojo50.com. Show's archived there today. There's also a link to the leebrothers.com. Create the great videos of the day. For liberty to tyranny, join us here again next week. The leebrothers.com, the leebrothers.com. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.